Hello there, this is Sarah Ashley with Nerds on Film. Are you tired of walking around topless? Well, I know I am. That's why I went to nerdonomy.com and purchased one of the many humorous t-shirts that we have to offer. Not only does it support our new media endeavor, but it also keeps me from being arrested. Thanks for listening. Listening to Nerds on Film with Sarah Ashley, Kevin Satorius, Brian Moriarty, and Sean Moriarty. All right, guys, I came up with this game. I call it the Sophie's Choice Nerd Game. Why is it called that? It presupposes that you have two things that are both amazing, and at some point you have to give up one of them. Someone forces you to choose. Is this like having, you can either have meatballs for life, or like meatball subs for life, or sex for life? Is that is that kind of like the choice? Something like that, yeah. And then you could but never have the related. meatball sub again? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck sex. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I'm playing a numbers game, based on how much meatballs I have versus how much sex I have, the meatballs is a sure bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you have your priorities straight, Michael Davis. <laughs> I'm a realist. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> All right. All right. First choice. Okay. You have a fully functional Master Chief suit. Oh. And you also own the Millennium Falcon. Oh, Which that's... one do you give up? Okay, Millennium. Uh, you give up the Master. Seriously, that's not even a, even a hard one. I keep the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I would and too. I, and then I eat my meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Millennium Falcon because you can. The suit will eventually deteriorate. The, the ship, you you put love and, and and care into it, and then you ride it into fucking space. Whoa, whoa, who says you can't put the love and care into fixing up the suit and making sure the, I'm the sorry, suit is... I'm sorry. Wait, you said full-functioning Master Chief suit? Yeah. The Spartan yeah, armor, yes. the Spartan yeah, armor cannot make the Kessel run in 12 parsecs. That's, that's, that's true. Truth. Also, yeah, but wouldn't fully functioning suit mean that it was like grafted to the person? Yes, it would. That thing's be. like a part of his. It's biologically well, grafted to him, right? Well, no, yeah. I mean they they show in four spoilers at the end. He gets the suit taken off. I mean, it, you uh, can take it off. It does require a little bit of work, but also <laughs> most of it. The suit is just like armor with a regenerating shield. Most of it is like the tons and tons of like steroids they pumped into. Master Chief to make him strong. Okay, That's so, the best so basically, part, what we're saying is, do we want massive amounts of steroids like A Rod, or do we want to go <laughs> into a ship that can, you know, make the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs? Yeah, I, I want to go light speed personally. That's just me. Question: yeah. Does the Millennium Falcon come with a Wookie? Wookie not included. Oh, Wookie not. Uh, uh, it's still what do you cool. Mean, what do you mean? Oh, <laughs> still Millennium <laughs> Falcon. <laughs> Call yourself nerds. That's slavery, guys. That's not, that's not cool. Yeah. No, I would totally go with the Millennium Falcon, for sure. Absolutely. Cool. I mean, come on. Not, All right. Yeah, but the, the Spartan armor would be cool, though. Just yeah, it, it, would would be, be awesome. it would be really cool. But if, but if I had the Sophie choice this one, I'm going to want to fly through space. Mm-hmm. Sarah, just so you know now, you can never show your face on Kashik after that question. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. <laughs> you can, though, survive like in space with the suit, though. Yeah, I'm just, it's not flying. I'm just saying that's a you can, that. you can you can you can list lazily so to you, the you can float in space <laughs> for eternity. Hey, he he wrote a bomb to a Covenant ship in that suit. That wasn't listing lazily. That was that was like the Red Bull jumping from space. <laughs> He's Luke talking space. Uh, uh, all right, all right. You guys ready for the next one? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Okay, you have a proton pack, Ooh. and you also have the BFG from Doom. Which one do you give up? Oh, uh, BFG. Yeah. Yeah, I give up the BFG. I just, in terms of like usability on a day to day basis, I don't know what I would do with like the BFG. But I mean, it, what would you do with the proton pack? There's though? ghosts I would everywhere. Have an unlicensed nuclear accelerator on my back. What do you What do you mean? I'd catch ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I'd Wait, do laser shows. The- I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I just cosplay as like a Ghostbuster. Damn, these have been so easy. I feel like I didn't. Okay, this one will be harder. Okay. Ability to fly. Uh huh. Or to heal like Wolverine to the point of virtual immortality. (sighs) Oh. 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 Nah, see, that is one. There's so many. See, right? Okay, I got one right. You guys are sitting there with horrible looks on your faces. I say fly. I want to fly. Because honestly, I don't like the responsibility of of near immortality. That's really intimidating. Wait, but if someone sees you flying and then shoots you down, everyone you love will die. Everyone you love will die. You will watch them die. 
You can just fly. It's not like you're like Superman where you dodge bullets and whatnot. Oh no, you can't. Can you, you can't can you, die though. I mean, Wolverine has been killed before, so you yeah. You, you, you have to get creative. You'd have to use that BFG that we all opted out of <laughs> to do <laughs> it. Qu- but question. See, you shouldn't have given it up so early. How fast can we fly? Oh, good <laughs> point. Also, like, do things like temperature and all that shit affect this? Sounds like you yes, can, but it sounds like Sarah you can had fly more and you can breathe in space. That's it. But I can then you can fly how fast? Let's say you can fly as fast as a commercial jet. You can fly like five, six, <gasps> seven hundred miles an hour. Oh man, this ratcheted up. Okay. <laughs> also, on the point of the the whole near immortality thing, the older you get, um, the faster time seems to pass by because you have all those uh, memories from beforehand. So the perception Somebody times a lot cracks. faster. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that at all. I'm still taking flying. Yeah, and but now if the you feel like Wolverine, faster, your I'm brain heals and doesn't deteriorate and have problems with memories unless you get shot with an adamantium bullet, which is horseshit. But well, yeah, I mean, it, it's still one of those things, though. Like even like think about now versus when you were a kid. Like time yeah, okay. moves a lot faster for you now. Like think of how fast a year can go by. I, yeah. yeah. I don't so. know. Like the flight, I've always wanted to fly. Quite honestly, like if I, if someone as a kid, if someone walked up to me and said, "Like, hey, you want to fly? Like, here's the capability," I would have been like, "Yeah, sign me up, please, right now." But now I'm like, eh, you know, yeah, you got to watch your family and friends die, and yes, that's sad. But the possibilities of knowing that, like, you have literally seen things crumble and fall and rise again, like that's pretty fucking I mean, awesome. To be fair, if you guys saw the Wolverine. Wolverine fucking survived an atomic bomb going off. Yeah, it like it burns the crap out of him, and then he heals up in minutes. Was he was he in a lead covered uh, you know refrigerator? No, he was he, he was, <laughs> he was in like somebody a weird else with a lead shield, <laughs> and he got the full brunt of the, of the of the blast. I see. David, we said we'd never talk about it. I'm, uh, what, it <laughs> we hey. said we would never mention that movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wait, you guys didn't like the new Wolverine? That's you know, no, 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 no. His Indiana reference to the newer Indiana Jones is what I despised the lead Uh-oh. refrigerator the lead thing. yeah being in a refrigerator during a nuclear bomb going off yeah yeah i agree that's, that's probably not something to talk about uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm with david on the if you'd asked me a couple years ago i uh i would have been like flight no problem now i'm on the back half of my 20s body ain't working like it used to <laughs> uh diabetes in full force i kind of just want to live you know just like you yeah. know that is cool to me yeah i'm just thinking of the, okay a personal practicality for myself um I'm thinking, you know, day-to-day transportation. Flying seems much better. It seems eco-friendly. I'm uh, all good with that. And you guys don't even live in L.A., so, yeah, flight would really help <laughs> with traffic. Yeah, I mean, seriously, think of all that, that traffic you would dodge. Good so. point. I'm still with flight. Yeah, I think I have to go with flight. That's my, That my being said, says. though, it is smoggy as hell in L.A., so I would also be eating all of that smog while I'm up in the sky. You can have a gas mask. That's, that's true. You could be wearing a gas <laughs> mask. You know what? You're right. And that and pack that, on an oxygen tank. You pack on an oxygen that tank. wouldn't look suspicious at all. You Person pack- flying around in a gas mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, guys, 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 you're misunderstanding. I am oh, not. You could a- attach. Sorry, you could attach things like on planes, like ads. You could make a business out of flying around with little <laughs> advertisements behind you. <laughs> oh. well, you could do skywriting. <laughs> that too. True. I want to know what you're using to skywrite with. <laughs> Farts, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shove a bunch of flour up your ass. <laughs> Just fart dust out. Like he's using a proton You have to get bag. a lot of flour. Like a lot of flour. Like if you have a gluten allergy, you're probably going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You, you, no, that's not true. You can get gluten-free flour. That, 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 that <laughs> oh, yeah, possible. rice flour. Use rice flour. <laughs> now we're yeah, but it's nowhere near as tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, on that note, folks, welcome to Nerds on Film. I am Brian Moriarty. I'm Sarah Ashley. I'm Sean Moriarty. And I'm Dave McGuire. Dave! Yay. Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm back. Yay. back. Still can't get rid of him. I know. He's coming back. <laughs> I was going to say, the reason why I'm here is a very special reason, because we have a special guest. We have a guest. Our first guest, really, like, remote guest on Nerds on Film. Yes. We've had guests live. Mm-hmm. Most of them became co-hosts, but we've have now. <laughs> but we we now we're have just our, that we're just that loose and we're easy. welcoming here. So so you know just precursor for what might happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep, let's welcome to the show uh, Davis from the Warp Zone. Yeah, Woo! from the YouTube channel, the Warp Zone. Absolutely. What what? What's going on, guys? Welcome. It is you awesome. Didn't, you didn't invite here. me to your house, so you know that's the thing. Well, you know you live in LA, and we're in the. 
Bay Area. I could have so. walked. <laughs> we gave him at Maybe least a jog three up. days notice. He could have made it. Tell you what, next time you're in you town. You gave me like four days notice, man. That's that's a lot. Next time you're in town, Michael Davis, we will yes. we will welcome you and we will have cookies. I promise. Uh, I was in town not too long ago and I was going to, I told Dave this, I was going to yeah. go out and grab drinks with you guys, but I saw he was in D.C. So I was like, well, that's a yeah. weird that you're there and also a bummer. Yeah. Well, when are you going to be back up here next? Uh, probably within the next month. Just come up on the weekend. So <gasps> just, let's, let's just fill the audience in real quick. We know Davis from from college. We went yeah. to, and we were all kind well, of theater kids. Uh, we, Brian, we you and I, our history goes back even further to Archbishop Mitty to high school. That is true. You were you brought it up. That's great. Uh, it's, <laughs> as if it's like a taboo. Um, <laughs> oh God, he said high school. Oh, that's because Brian doesn't like to think about high school. I think. Did you not? You didn't love Mitty. I didn't actually. I hated it. But, <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's high school. Hey, a lot school? of us went there. I went there too. Actually, so, of the four of the five people that are on this panel right now, four of us went to Mitty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarah's the only one who didn't go to Mitty. <laughs> what year did you graduate, Ew, Davis? Where did, what do you? Where did you go? I, I I grew up in another city in I grew up in East Bay, so I oh didn't God. I didn't come to our location. Oh, until poor people, get out of here! Poor <laughs> people. <laughs> I grew up in the burbs, son. Oh, Fremont, Fremont. I East Bay was whatever. To be I'm, fair, my bays are. No, or, I don't know what they're not. Fair. Not like San Leandro. <laughs> come on. <laughs> That place. Wow. <laughs> we just lost all of our San Leandro but, uh, what, I, what I will say is that uh, so Mike was uh, a freshman when I was a junior and so we we kind of knew each other just from being around the same group of friends and they did have a great theater department you know I think say what we will about the politics of that of that high school it prepared us and gave us a lot of good talent and that's kind of I think translated into what Mike's doing on the Warp Zone and what, we, what we're doing on right now uh, Mike Davis decided because we uh, had all met him in, well, you met him in high school. Sarah and I really met him in, in college. Well, I didn't actually go to college with you guys. I just did shows with you guys. Whatever. So you Wait, did a what? show. What? I never actually went to that college. Uh, I just did oh, shows there. Smart, we might as well smart just move. say smart it. Move. At this point, what's the point? Like, right. we went to West Valley for yeah. a while. And or as we like to affectionately call it, uh, Saratoga University. Saratoga <laughs> University. Uh, where we did, we did great shows. And in fact, I really met. Davis doing um, the Crucible. The Crucible, and we we performed in Amadeus, and Amadeus yeah. was like the first show we did that got critically acclaimed, actually, like by outside sources. Yeah, see, you guys got that. The Crucible, oh, not so much. And that's an entirely like? separate conversation because we could go and lambast that thing for days. One what of them could, being was my, it? One I loved them the Crucible. Was it bad? I don't know. I had oh. so much fun with everybody that no, I didn't it really was care f- about the final product. Exactly, it was a fun show. <laughs> to it was do. a fun cast. It was to be so with. much fun and. I honestly, some of my fondest memories from that show were uh, affixing your wig for you, Michael Davis, because you couldn't do it yourself. (laughs) Yeah, I also, I mean, I probably could have, but why do it myself when I can have a bunch of attractive women do my makeup and my hair? Truth. And you're always like, I can't do my eyeliner. Ladies, I can't do my eyeliner. Somebody help me. (laughs) Yeah. And they always, there was always a lady to help me. Yes. Who who won the day? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. Did you get any of their numbers? And then the other thing, um, totally I'm just keeping it real guys, just, keep just, it real. To, <laughs> just to kind of bring it a little full circle. Um, the lovely lady who played Tichuba in that show with us just got married a few days ago or what? Well, by the time, by the time be, that this airs out, yes. it'll be a few days. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I was her maid of honor and it was wonderful. <gasps> I have a feeling you just wanted to say that you were the maid of honor. No, so I wanted to. I want Val and Ronnie. Congratulations on your nuptials. No, absolutely. Have fun on your honeymoon. In in similar wedding news, real quick. Mm-hmm. Today is the one year anniversary of my cousin's wedding, which I became a reverend and presided over. So nice. Wow. Wait. So can we I, can we officially call you for the rest of the podcast, Reverend Michael Davis? Oh, it's too. I don't have a camera because I could show you. I paid extra uh, to the Universal Life Church to get a certificate of ministry. I have a card that's like. My Jesus card that it's black with gold <laughs> lettering. It says Universal Life Church Credentials of Ministry, my name, my address for some weird reason. Um, but it's awesome. I'll show you. Nice. That's rad. Scan it. Send it to us. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll blur out the, the, the information you don't want. All you do is blur out everything but my address. <laughs> <laughs> Go to this place. You'll find what you're looking for. So everybody from the Archbishop Media High School Association, uh, you can find him here. And the rest of us will stay anonymous. 
I mean, um, I love Biddy. So good. <laughs> um, Mike, where'd you go to college? I know you were at West Valley for a little bit, but you got your you went to college somewhere else, though, didn't you? Man, I was all over the place. I went to uh, Marymount down here in Los Angeles for a couple years, then mm-hmm. up to uh, West Valley. And then when I moved back down, I kind of took classes at uh, Santa Monica, but not like full-time, just sort of on the side while I was making videos. Gotcha. So, not, not, not graduated, though. Haven't, haven't yet attained that, uh, that piece of paper. So you were at Loyola Marymount, and then you, then you left, and then you went no, back? No, no. I was at Loyola Marymount. I was at a smaller Marymount, Marymount. College. Which oh, is, that yeah. was sorry. In... I, got, I was like, oh, look, he's like giving a, like well, a nickname. I, this is the Catholic thing. I understand. Oh, yeah, we okay. went to Catholic high school. God. We went to yeah. Catholic university. <laughs> so it's... Sometimes when you throw the card down, I just don't know why. Funny, though, because I'm not actually Catholic. I'm Episcopalian, but I have a lot of Catholic... You're on Stuck, Catholic. Junk. Episcopalian like, is just I'm Catholic basically. light. Thank yeah. you, Robin Williams. Thanks, Robin Williams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just the parents were like, Here, were you, do, do that thing. Were you doing videos back when you were down in LA the first time? Were you doing videos then? Or I I did I actually did was doing videos as far back as MIDI. Um, oh wow. Schroeder, one of the guys, and a bunch of our friends, we made videos. We made a video called Who's the Tank, which is a machinima set to World of Warcraft, uh, sort of parodying the Abbott Costello Who's on First, that we made back in my senior year of high school in, like, 2005. Oh, my senior year of high school? Because I've seen that video. Yes. Made in high school, forgot about it, and then, like, a year or two later, uh, found it on an old computer and uploaded it, and it got, like, 4 million views on on YouTube. And that was the inception, basically. And that's when we started doing – that's when, like, we started doing YouTube, like, as, like, just a thing at all. It was like, oh, cool, that's that's – before we just made them and watched them ourselves, and that was the end of. That's like where our filmmaking ended. It was just like, <laughs> You're like Wait the, those of us who wrote, share it acted, and shot it. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's like, oh, other people can check it out. So was that was that the clear starting point for Warp Zone, or was there? Oh no, that that wasn't even the starting uh, starting point for Warp Zone. That was back because a lot of my friends are, are all from Santa Clara University, and so we were part of Bronco TV. Was like the film club that we all did there. So we just uploaded a bunch of stuff, uh, like for years on the college channel. And then it wasn't until like three years ago when we moved down here that we actually started the Warp Zone and started like making money off and stuff. Nice. So that actually brought me to my next question, which was where you guys get your funding, obviously, because you have some decent production value on your videos. So is that funding decent? It's it's really impressive. It's really good. There's a lot of really shitty shitty videos out there, and you guys have really good quality. Yeah, we're definitely YouTube quality. That's what we tell ourselves. We, it's all like, it started off all just our own money. Like we all put in to get cameras and everything, but because we're like a partner channel, we get ads on our videos. And so we get like ad revenue, but I mean, a lot of like the videos we just sort of are out of pocket funded. And then we just, if they do well, we get, uh, we get money for their views later. Oh wow. All that internet money. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then, and then when you get big enough, like, uh, companies will approach you like we did i don't know if you saw our glad you came halo video that was music awesome video. yeah that yeah. one microsoft asked us to make uh that for halo 4's launch was that a year ago or whatever is yeah that, so is it because um, they saw the true one wing the the one ring video one ring came after they saw we did one called uh i'm in love with halo before which was a halo music video lower production quality but that one we just did because we just did it. So right. What about all the costumes and the props and that? Did they provide those okay. for you guys? They they put us in contact with a lot of like this. Oh, what are they called? The five hundred. They they have like that that cosplaying Star Wars group. Well, they also have one for Halo people. Five hundred first, I think they're called. Um, so we talked to them. They're actually some of them are based out of the Bay Area, and they like built the costume. My brother, older brother, was Master Chief because he's an athlete. So we needed a person to play that. And they, like, built the whole thing and lent us stuff. And, like, the cosplaying community is just, like, they love to do stuff. So they just, that was all, like, awesome. Like, and pretty much helped, like, volunteer plus getting the right yeah. context. Yeah, awesome. they, they really like to do anything that, like, is Halo-related and has, you know, is relatively high quality. So they let us borrow. And they, like, are serious. These guys, they, they're all their guns and everything are, like, they're down to, like, as much detail as they can possibly put in them. It's awesome. And did you, when you guys first started, because you guys did Bronco TV, you guys moved down to L.A. When did you guys move down to L.A.? Let's see. End of 2010? No. More like August. It's almost our three-year anniversary, but... Oh, um, I hear that's yeah, the aluminum gr- anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, aluminum? is that what three is? I got you a 12-pack of Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer diet. Because <laughs> it will kill uh, you. And Coke is way better than Pepsi. Unless you're being sponsored by Pepsi, in which case, Pepsi. <laughs> Sean's holding up a Coke, <laughs> I'm holding up a Coke, Coke Zero. Zero. 
But um, Coke Zero's not that bad. I had my first one the other weekend because I were on Diet Coke. And I was like, this is not bad. So when you guys got down there, uh, obviously, you know, gaming is like a huge influence for you guys. Um, and it's it's kind of the, the through line for all of your videos. Was that inherent when you guys got down to L.A. that like, okay, we're going to make all kind of cosplay videos or was it kind well, we of... we actually, our original plan was to just move down to L.A. and everyone was going to like get jobs wherever they could find them in the industry like in more like you know tv those kind of stuff mm -hmm. and then we were just gonna make stuff on the side continuously but then we went down to this place called vidcon which just happened last week it's like the convention like the e3 or the any convention trade show for youtube and so we met with these guys from maker studios and they are just about to launch their like gaming vertical called like the game station it was just a bunch of gaming channels all together and we they'd seen like our Who's the tank? And we did a, a ser another Machinima uh, series based on the uh, Mac PC commercials. It was just Alliance vs. Horde. And those did really well. Um, and so they're like, hey, you guys want to come down and like start a new channel and do all this kind of content and come and also work at the company in like production jobs. So when we went down, by the time we moved down, we had a whole we had the whole thing planned out already. We, everyone had jobs and we had wow. we knew where we were living and stuff. So that like we lucked out. That was all. We were a month from moving down anyways, and it all came together magically. So, wow. we were lucky. Damn. So, yeah. tell us about the uh, about the other guys that do this with you. So, okay, there's, there's five of us. There's me, uh, obviously the most handsome and talented. Then we have Schroeder. <laughs> He's the bearded, larger guy. He um, he directs most of our stuff. Um, the thing is, we all like write and shoot and do everything else together, but he directs most of the things, uh, especially our big ones, like our, our music videos. Um then there is Brian, who does some of the music, but also he's like an editor and directs sometimes too. Ryan is our big, big music guy. He, he writes a lot of this stuff and performs a lot of them, but he also edits and shoots and everything else. And then Odom is, uh, he doesn't edit, but, you know, writes and acts and stuff. Nice. So it's just a bunch of us, uh, just a bunch of dudes. You guys are fucking hilarious. I just want to let you know. I just saw the Game of Thrones one you guys did, and that was... <laughs> That was Which, fucking the genius. Uh, the acapella one. Yeah, yeah. And you're in the, the corner doing like these explosion miming. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I I am the least musically talented. <laughs> so we give me we give me like the really easy rules like <laughs> and shing. <laughs> uh, and then the other little parts. Yeah. So I, uh, I actually I really like the Dexter one. Yeah, the Dexter one was great. Yeah. Yeah, we got we had such a good response from the Game of Thrones one, which we wanted to do the year before, but we did like a Game of Thrones sketch too, so we didn't want to like do too many Game of Thrones things. Right. We did it anyways. People love it, so we're like, let's do it for TV shows. So, and uh, we got other ones coming up. Sweet. Thanks nice. for looking. You know which to. you know which one I really enjoyed that I I looked for uh, because it wasn't on like the main page, but uh, it was the Golden Eye video games in real life. One that you did was awesome. Where it just starts that slap fight. <laughs> Which that, has the awesome pause of being in the elevator and then starting up again, which I thought was classic. That bit was added there th on the spot. We we had, we had that idea for a long time, but we didn't have a place to shoot it. Mm -hmm. um, but then YouTube like made this space right near where we live, and they let us shoot there, and they had an elevator. I was going to so say, like, it looked a lot to like it could scene. be in Goldeneye. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with VGHS, the Freddie Wong's show? on? Mm -hmm. um, uh, the name does sound familiar. Well, he shot his like whole thing there, so you might recall. You might some places might look similar. Oh, okay. It's the same place. I was just gonna say, like to me, what was always awkward about Goldeneye was when you would play with the bigger heads. And yes, because you would. It, it was. It literally made it more difficult to walk around because, like, when you get up really close to somebody, you could barely like see them. Yeah. Because like you're looking at two thirds of the screen, and it's just their nose. You know. <laughs> well, I always thought it was weird that they actually gave you the slapping option when you were in co-op. Right. Because it was like, when the fuck are you ever going to want to sneak up on And one shot so you cry chop somebody. <laughs> yeah, and that kills them. <clears throat> like, yeah. many an hour I spent playing that game. Sean and I did that once, and he, Sean was a total dick about it, because he was like, Brian, <laughs> just like everything from when we grew up, Brian, you just needed it to be better than you were, and you weren't, so I won. And then I schooled <laughs> you in it. I'm not a dick, I'm just better at video games than you. <laughs> I, do, I do remember that I schooled you in it, eventually. <laughs> we, what in Goldeneye? Yeah, yes, after we, after I had moved on to an Xbox and you had this ratty old N sixty four, you'd still play and you were playing Goldeneye a bunch just because you had this deep seated <laughs> need to beat me at it. We're no. getting into deep family shit now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Mario, Mario in the red hat and red shirt, and Luigi in the green shirt over there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I have a very similar 
rapport with my older brother too, and we were we we got into it at Goldeneye. That was that caused I think probably many real fights, real slap See, fights. Yeah. <laughs> this is just what what I did at at my house with my older brother is I just didn't play video games. I watched him play video games, so he had a built-in audience, which is what exactly what he wanted. And I had something that would you know lull me into a nice afternoon nap. That's good if you're playing a first-person shooter. I guess it was a first-person shooter. You didn't mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mode. the whole the whole concept of the game is. You know what else shooter. is a first-person shooter? Jerking off by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is that's great. Yes, it absolutely is that. And you can, we we sanction you to use that in another video. <laughs> and it's a game that I win every time. <laughs> I've, I've yet to lose. Everyone's I've yet, yet to die while playing that first-person well, shooter. I, oh. It depends if the clock is ticking. You know, you need to. Uh, you know, you need to get done in like thirty seconds. I, I dare you to, uh, oh. to to win that challenge. Throwing the um, damn. How how raunchy can we get on this thing? Oh, extremely as raunchy as oh. you want. There's explicit I, all over. As, this. as any man really knows, you know, like with the proper incentive you could bang it out pretty quick. Like <laughs> I kind of, I haven't tested how fast, but I'm like with, you know, like a half Asian chick. Oh man. Nice big boobs. <laughs> I could, I could bang it out. I'll, all jump. I need is the sound of children crying. That's all I need. <laughs> and I could get it done in about 10 seconds. <laughs> Oh. oh, Jesus Christ. Can we put an explicit label on the explicit label? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my abs are hurting. Oh, my God. What abs? His ab is hurting. Um, my ab hurts. <laughs> um, so, so you guys moved down, so you guys got to... We just segue out of that really quickly, Dave. <laughs> like, moving on, moving on. <laughs> uh, let's not get into a family fight, guys. Save that for... Uh, you know, for Steve Harvey and his family feud. Um, <laughs> that's stupid. Right. You're question. fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> so, when did you guys? Because now you guys are producing content like every week. So what? Yeah. So take us through like a day, like a week in your guys' life. I mean, it sounds like you guys are continually making videos from you know like Monday to rather from Thursday to Wednesday. Yeah. Well, actually, is you you got me right on the cusp of a change. We we were for the last couple of years, like everyone was working and doing their own stuff. And we'd have to make all these things after, after work, we'd have to all have meetings for hours and write, do everything and then shoot on the weekends and do stuff and edit when we could. And, uh, Wednesdays are upload days. Like, uh, so Tuesday nights would often go to like four in the morning. We'd all be around the computer, like making the final edits and stuff. Um, which is fun in a kind of a way, but also exhausting. And now we've just recently, like everyone has left their jobs and we are going full time, uh, oh my god warp zone yeah so we're gonna be we're gonna be doing like four or five videos a week oh still just one like sketch or music video one like premium content but then we'll have a bunch of other little uh easier formats to there so are you guys finding it more taxing to, to come up with new stuff like new material or are you guys being pretty good about just constantly generating well we um in the past it's been like kind of hard just because everyone's doing stuff and sometimes we'll be like oh crud we have to come up with like a sketch and we'll have to write it in the night and figure it all out but now we just we have over the course of the last couple of years on whiteboards and napkins and in our notes on our phones written down ideas so we had this like four hour like write down all of our ideas from everywhere and put them in one and it was really fun to look back on what we thought like two years ago would have been a funny idea and now we're like that was terrible i don't we were like clearly drunk <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually how a lot of our first videos got started, but um, we wrote them while we were drinking. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah, quick side that's note the on most, that. That's the most productive production meetings is when there's <laughs> alcohol involved. I was going to say, you guys have a lot of alcohol throughout I mean, that are referenced to our, I mean, drinking. Obviously, like there's a drinking game for gamers and, and things of that sort. So when you guys are filming, are you guys actually drinking? Because like you guys did one video about <laughs> um, uh, St. Paddy's Day where you guys got progressively more wasted. As you go along, so are you guys actually getting drunk? <laughs> and it ended in us all sleeping together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the question? <laughs> are you guys actually sorry, drinking, guys actually drinking while you guys um, are doing? I so, know. for actually for the first several drinking games for gamers, we were actually drinking uh, alcohol, but we we found out that it was really not cool because four of us got drunk and the shooting person was sober and tried to keep us on task, and it led to like the person who was shooting not enjoying it at all and it like taking way longer than it had to so like we'll drink we still drink beer but when we're doing like the shots there sometimes they're real and sometimes we get things that look like 
Like you guys are going the, just the, water. the Don Draper route and like tea water. Yeah. Nice. Well, we do. I mean, we, we do play all the games. We used to actually record us playing them and then upload that. Um, we've stopped, but uh, they are. We do play the games. We don't just make them and, and not right. Drink. Well, yeah. There's cool. also, there's obviously an inherent knowledge about the games as you guys are playing it. Because I mean, you guys you guys pull out shit that like if anybody were to try to Wikipedia and be like, oh, drink when this happens, you could tell that it'd be fake. Like you guys are pulling out things like, hey, when this happens, and you can tell that it's legitimate and that you guys know the game backwards and forwards and have had some touching of the game. Yeah, yeah. so the, I mean, they're, they're the touching games of play. the game. Wow. Yeah. That makes it My sound favorite so one very... was Turtles in Time. Oh, yes. That, that... <laughs> because you're like, and if you pick Donatello, you have to drink because you're a dork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Donnie is such a nerd. Um, <laughs> but I love all turtles. Uh, Michelangelo's the best, obviously. He's the party guy. Um, I like Donatello. That, that game Raphael came out of just cool us getting it. Because they, they like, made the new version and we, we were playing it and drinking. And we're like, guys, we should like make rules around this and do that. So that's how that came about. Nice. Oh, wow. Okay. So everything seems to have some sort of inspiration from real life. Yeah, every, like everything we do is sort of just from whatever we're like. We were really bummed about Game of Thrones being over last year, so we made a video, a video right? called Game of Thrones is Over. And that's, yeah, so it's all, you I, know. I will say, I love how Game of Thrones plays a common thread. There was one that you guys did where you they were like, oh, read the book. And you're like, oh, look, there's a wedding. And then you're like, oh, oh yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, <laughs> so funny. What to do while you're yeah, waiting? Yeah, what to do while you're loading the loading screen. Yeah. And that, that came about by like, because the loading screen in that was The Last of Us. and Have you guys played The Last of Us? No, I've heard it's amazing, though. The, yeah. Um, Schroeder was just like, man, these like loading times are really long. And then we're like, yeah, like you could blah, 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 blah. And then we're like, wait, we should do a sketch where we like just make up dumb things you can do during a loading screen. And <laughs> we were still, I think, newly – we were still recently affected by the events of The Red Wedding. So we took that. Um, <laughs> we have, like, we have uh, Game of Thrones parties where people come over and watch at our house. And most of us, except for that one jerk in our group that has read the books, had no idea. Had no idea anything was happening. So he comes with a uh, red velvet wedding cake uh, that has, says <gasps> Happy oh, Wedding Day on it. And dick. so we're like, what the hell is happening in this episode? And he's like, just watch. And then, oh, my God. It was Dude, after it, it ended. Me. We were like, we were no. Everyone was like silent. Ryan was just like, he started yelling. He's like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? And I'm like, it's, dude, it's, we should have known. Sean Bean. That's the, we, that was like four, <laughs> that was like foreplay to this insane orgasm of death. Yeah. Well, reasons why George R. R. Martin's awesome. He's not afraid to kill off characters. But I swear to God, I was watching that by myself. And normally I'm watching that show with my roommate, but she wasn't home. She was at work. And, and I was just sitting there on like in the living room, like with this look of horror on my face, like looking around going, why isn't anybody here right now to help me? This is so sad. <laughs> I was like, this is awful. <laughs> and she had read the books too, and but she had it's been so long since she read them, she kind of forgot that that happened. And then when she saw the episode, she's like, Oh yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and we just kind of sat in silence for about five well, minutes. You actually brings up a really interesting question. And um you guys do all this video production, you're not doing it full time. But when you weren't doing full time and you had to do your work, how would you fit in playing video games to draw the inspiration for these kinds of videos? Like throughout the rest of my life, when I've had other stuff to do, I just I just sacrifice sleep time for Game gaming time. time. So yeah, we'll just not sleep as much as we probably should, and you know, play games and whatever. Okay, odd question. On average, how much do you sleep per night? Dude, now I've been having – it's amazing. Um, I thought it was just NyQuil, but now it's just apparently if you just sleep long enough, you have great dreams. Uh, so I'm now, I've now i been sleeping eight hours for the last week, and it's been spectacular. <laughs> oh, man. Hooray. <laughs> I just have so much energy. It's great, and I have really vivid dreams. So your quality of filming, like we said, you know, you guys have really good resources, which is awesome, but also – you know, the direction is really good, and, and the actual filmmaking is just good quality. So uh, where are you guys tapping that from? Is it just, you know, education? Is it trial by error? You know, how are you kind of doing that? Well, the guys the guys do have – they don't even have film degrees. They have video production degrees from, like, Santa Clara because I don't think they even offer, like, a proper film thing. Yeah, but, don't... I mean, the guys that – because I don't, I don't do a whole lot of shooting. I, I know how to edit. I have some basic editing, but it's mostly Brian, Ryan, and Schroeder that do all the shooting and stuff, and they just – I think it came from all the years that we did Bronco TV. Because if you go back and watch the videos that we did 
years ago. They're rough, but you can over time see just it just it's like a we learned and right. used what knowledge we got and it just got better. You know, learn on the job sort of kind of stuff. And we watch a lot of movies, so sure, sometimes, sure. sometimes we're inspired by scenes or, like, stuff from other movies. We're like, oh, let's do this slow motion. Just yeah. like, you know. What's your favorite movie? Oh, boy. This is tough. <laughs> this is tough. It's, You're gonna it's pull a tie. Sarah it's a tie. Like, okay, I'm going to choose two. He just did. He said it's a tie. Go on. <laughs> it's, a tie. it's a tie between Empire Strikes Back and The Dark Knight. I can't. You can't wow. make me choose between the that's two. A good, that's a the, good choice. That's Those a good tie to have. Choices. Yeah. Yeah. And coincidentally, they're both the second movies of a trilogy. in a trilogy. I don't know what that means, but it, it's a coincidence. It's no significant, Mike. It's okay. Better. I think it yeah. did you just like ambiguity because both of them kind of have like this this open ended feel to it. Right? Clearly, with Empire, right? There's like they this, do have down endings. They, they have, have down, down endings. endings. Like even like Dark Knight is like, hey, look, you you killed the Joker, you stopped the Joker, and all this thing. But Harvey dies, and now you're going to be vilified. So have fun. Yeah. Have fun with that. Well, yeah. and it's weird because I mean, I grew up watching uh, Star Wars. Like all, every every Wednesday was my parents' date night, and so our babysitter was this older woman. She had all of the original Star Wars action figures, and she'd bring the movies. And so just I just grew up on Star Wars. So I mean, I don't I don't know why I, I originally I was a kid. Whoever knows that why kids totally, like things, but that totally makes sense. You totally had a nerd nanny. Who, yeah, who and then, it all for you. but I mean, but now, but it's still stuck with like today. I I still watch Empire, and it like brings tears to my eyes, and I'm like, this is perfection. Oh man, this is the best thing ever made, or tied. And then he, then he, then he <laughs> and then he shit the bed when he brought Ewoks in. Yeah, well, um, and then and then I also like had a fascination with Batman since I was a child. I have like, oh. I David, I wouldn't say shit the bed. I would let's not take Return of the Jedi down that much. First of all, I good. like Ewoks. First of all, two different like directors altogether. Irving Kirshner did. Oh, you're okay. Here's the both. Right, because you don't like you don't not, like Jedi. No, no, I like Jedi. I'm just saying that there is a general consensus that people. You just, said shit the bed. That's what people say. Well, I, I, I love Ewoks. Say that. Ewoks are cute. Challenge. I've let, never heard me, anybody say that, David. Let me, let me, let me, let me put it this way. My <laughs> personal opinion. Quorum, do folks, I quorum. like? Do I like Return of the Jedi over the other two? No, I think it's. Uh, I, I like. I like the other two better. Right? I agree with that. I agree. Do I like I Return of the, the Jedi better the than the prequels? Fuck yeah, I do. That that makes me a red blooded American. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because I actually I kind of agree with you on this one, Dave. I I w- was watching Return of the Jedi recently and. I still love it because I grew up loving it, but I'm like, you know, Ewoks, they could have just done Wookiees. Like, there's there's a lot of things where you're like, who signed off on that decision? It could have been way more epic if you just had Wookiees in the end instead of Ewoks. Well, give that it five years death, in Georgia because we'll put them in anyway. teaches you some stuff. Specious. <laughs> but I will say, uh, what, what I did like about Jedi was that as a character arc, right? Because someone said to me, look at the, the entire nine movies right from if you look at the first three movies it is all about luke's journey if you look about if you look at the movies one through six right it's all darth vader's journey and if you look at it that way that arc despite the muddled and confused mess that is the first one and attack of the clones right you just kind of yeah it was necessary but let's look at sith and on that arc of um vader's you know rise and then his and then his awesome turn at the very end when he's like Fuck you! I'm gonna save my kid and and kill the empire, kill the, kill the emperor, and, and sacrifice myself. That arc is amaze balls. I mean, it is it is true. I, I agree. It is amaze balls. That's how I can justify the flaws that are in Jedi and the the massive flaws that are within Phantom and, and Attack of the Clones. Okay. Granted, there are flaws right, in, in Sith. So, I'd say there are massive did I, did flaws. I, did I, did I agree. Did I redeem really myself did. too? But. Am I good? Yes. Am I good in yes. everybody's book? Okay. Okay. I'm very sorry, fans. I didn't mean to upset you. <laughs> breathe, Dave. Breathe. <sighs> oh, crap. I think I got kicked in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how did you get in contact with the Polaris people that uh, your show Broken Quest is on? Do, do, do they work with Maker Studios too? Or oh, did you just... yeah. So, Polaris is is Maker, It's owned by Maker Studios. It, it's... They had the, it was the game station and they just re, they like rebranded. They just changed the name to Polaris. So, yeah. Cool. And, awesome. And yeah. they helped produce like it, uh, the show. The guy Husky Starcraft is a big Starcraft guy. Um, he is sort of like the big creative force behind Broken Quest, um, hmm. and so he worked like with the maker animation team and got that all started. And just because we're friends, uh, he's like, "Hey, I want you to voice the villain." So I was like, 
Okay. Because yeah, nice. I've noticed that you've had people like uh, Dodger and Husky in previous videos, most notably your Kickstarter uh, parody that you guys did, which was oh yeah wonderful, which you can apply to pretty much anybody that's on Kickstarter at the moment. Well, that that was after um, Double Fine. Uh, they did the, their big Kickstarter for – did they ever come out, the adventure game? Not the one that just happened, but the one that happened. We were like, oh, let's do a joke about that. But, yeah. It still applies. Yeah, i.e. Veronica Mars, you know, we, we, which we talked about in a previous mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Well, other podcasts too, of course. I mean, Kevin Smith went to town on that too. He's, yeah, he kind of he were both of the thing of the same mindset that why have a studio take money from people when they could just you know yeah pay for the movie themselves. It sounds like the people who are with Polaris, you've had uh, you've been friends with them for a while. Were they were they in your zombie? So I think you guys did a like a Left for Dead parody as well at one point yeah an interactive that i mean though one of those videos on our channel that was like done for like the game station that was like a big thing schroeder wrote that have you ever done have you ever seen interactives before where you like it's like a choose your own adventure yeah. video yeah. yeah so then the certain parts of that went on different people's channels but i mean yeah we we, we all met through uh because a lot of them all they all live here in la too mm-hmm. and we just met through working at the game station or having a channel in the network and then now we're all just friends. And so we're just like, hey, you want to be in a video? And they're like, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty impressive feat for you guys to create an entirely new animated series. One, make it funny, right? Very in the style of Archer and Family Guy. But two, to do that every week. So, I mean, is it is it a, like a team of people that are doing the, the art? The artistry on that, or, or the animation, I should say, or is it you know just like a couple of people that are just working overtime, or um, it's it's just it's makers team of they have animators. Okay, we're, n- we're none, none of us who voice it are like hand draw are like drawing any of the things. <laughs> There's Michael Davis in the corner, just like hey, I'm making my character. Guys, look, <laughs> boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, when did you really feel like? this was something that you wanted to do and you said like, fuck everything else. And you know, I don't want to be a doctor or, or a policeman. I want to do entertainment. <laughs> oh wait, no, I, I guess I know the exact day. It was St. Patty's day, 2010 when, uh, it was the last year that all the guys were, um, studying film there and they knew they were going to move to LA, but I had a good job. I was working at a solar startup called Cali solar and I was studying engineering and it was, it paid well and it was really good. And they, I didn't think I was going to move with them. And I was like really bumming out and for St. Patty's Day, we all went out, and one of their um, film teachers was there at this bar that we were at, and so we just all got like hyped about like me coming out, and we're like, yes, you know what, f everything else, we're gonna like this is what we love to do. We come from upper middle, upper class families. Let's take a shot at our dream or whatever cheesy thing, and that's what we did, and it's kind of worked out. So yay, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yay indeed. <laughs> And it was good. Um, so what's your, uh, of the videos that you guys have done so far, and you know, you're looking back on three years of, of videos then, what would you say has probably been the one that was the most fun for you to shoot? Oh. That is I'm sorry, really, did you just have an orgasm? <laughs> it's just, no, sorry, that was like a, I don't even know how I'm going to answer that. Oh, okay. Just give All me right. some good anecdotes from okay, the filming. Okay, so we'll say like the Halo Glad You Came one, uh, was really fun because Microsoft approached us. They like gave us money, and that's like our first and only like really legal video we've ever made. <laughs> we, we actually got permits to shoot. We were in, we got insurance. We like paid for all the stuff. We shot in Big Bear. We rented this huge cabin for the weekend and had like 15 people. We shot the whole thing in like one and a half days. We were up super late. Everyone was the bad part was we were all freezing. And everyone, our, our the guy who was our cinematographer, like had bronchitis oh and God. was like filming. Yeah, but he he also like a champ. Um, he's this super hipster guy smoking his unfiltered uh, American spirits in between oh, takes, like Jesus while Christ. hacking up a lung at like ten o'clock at night while it's, it's like, freezing. So, but and it this was, was the most fun you had. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. If it's his most fun. So it sounds like your cinematographer might as well have just brought a gun that weekend. No, but I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like it it was like it was rough, but it was fun in the other parts of the day, right. and it was like, a really good experience. And we said. Um, we're like, hey, if this video ever gets two million views, the Warp Zone is going to pay to. We're going to rent another cabin in Big Bear and just have a weekend there. And like anyone that was at all a part of it, 
in any fast it could come up and stay and and we now it's at 3.7 million and we just like a month ago finally had a weekend where everyone could go and we went up to big bear and had this amazing weekend and we all were just like cool. oh so good and so that if you add that on there we're all like hugging and we knew we were going to be going full-time pretty soon so we're like man life is like great so that's why that's like the best one even though there was on, on know, the other side of the else. point, what is one of the videos, and you don't have to name the video, um, but what is one of the videos you look back and you go, I, that was not fun. Like, I'm glad we got it done, but I would never do, like, that was just a really rough time. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I mean, one that I'm still glad we did, like, did you see the One Ring? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Parody. We actually just performed that live for Geek Week, which was frightening Damn. And, uh, i like to perform live um but that though it was like a, a kind of a you know it's a really fun video and and we really enjoyed it we shot it in malibu uh ryan has a friend who has like all this property up there but it was like raining on and off that day so we had to like find a tarp string it up into a tree randomly while it was raining get all of our equipment under there and we're like well is the day shot oh it stopped raining let's go back out and then it would start raining again Meanwhile, we're all barefoot because we're hobbits, and my feet, like, all day on gravel and dirt and in the forest with sticks, it, my feet, it hurt to walk for, like, uh, the next couple days. It was, like, it was, like, brutal, but we did get it done, and I, I love the video, and it did well, and people like it, but that, that was, like, this is the most, like, physically demanding day, or any day that has me, I have to run because <laughs> I'm out of shape. That also is pretty, that's also pretty bad. So you guys performed at Geek Week. So how does that feel? Like, you, you talked about wanting to, like, pursue your dream, so it sounds like you guys are going into Geek Week and which is just heavily influenced by a lot of the people that are out there, people like Felicia Day, and I think uh, Hardwick was a part of that, or or, or the nerd. Oh, he was in a big part of it, yeah. So I mean, and just what is that? I mean, what is that like to like walk in there and know like you know I'm kind of in the same group as all these people because they all kind of started from the same spot. You know, Felicia Day had the guild and she wrote that herself and she just started like churning that out. Hardwick was obviously he had some early '90s influence because he was on <laughs> singled out uh, yeah but but still but he kind of comes from a similar background so i mean w- what does that feel like to like get onto that stage and be like i fucking am in a place that six months ago never thought i would actually be in it felt really good our dicks felt like the grinch's heart they grew three sizes <laughs> on that stage um no but i mean like we actually like it was just like it was it was to cap off like a great week of like us writing and doing all this other stuff and we've been practicing and we were like we treated very well we're not we're obviously not like super super we're not like you know gigantic and famous by any means but we have a decent sized following and we were they treated us really well they're like oh yeah we want you to be on the show we were there they like everyone was super cool and they like i don't know it felt really it felt nice it felt like we were important which was awesome did it feel to you like you guys have like you guys had reached a stage in that goal where where you know cuz like you said before you didn't know if you were going to leave you were kind of being this engineer kind of for a solar company and all of a sudden now you're in LA and you're making these videos now you're going full time i mean do you feel obviously there's there's more room to grow because you have more ideas and you want to take the company to bigger endeavors but yeah do you feel like you've reached that dream or are you still kind of like ah you know it's great we've we've hit a, a certain landmark but we want to go oh, here. i mean de- i mean yeah definitely i mean this is this is like more than i ever i had no expectations when we started out i mean we had we had that who's the tank which did a bunch of views and um satisfied cool so um unfortunately we had some minor technical difficulties and we lost sean a few minutes ago um so we're just gonna have to he proceed. Died. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, we did everything I, we could to revive him. I killed him with my mind bullets. I, ha- I have Sean over iMessage, and he just wanted to say, um, tell Mike that he's awesome, and that it was rad doing the podcast with him. That's sweet. Yeah, well, Sean's thanks. a good guy. Thanks, Sean. Hopefully, I get to meet him in person sometime. Absolutely, uh, we could totes arrange that. Yes, I, we can make that happen. Yeah, totes. <laughs> I've only. I've yeah, that's what we up here in the Bay Area say. Own it. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Sarah had a question about something, and we can't. Qu- we've been trying to figure. I'm trying it to out. remember what it was. What I was oh, going to ask it. you. If you, you said it was a really good thing to ask me. I, it was a good thing to ask you, and I'm trying. It to wasn't remember. my sign though. This right? is like no, a Tenacious no, D. This is like a Tenacious D thing. Is like the, we wrote the greatest song <laughs> ever, and then we forgot it, so we rang a song as a tribute to it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I guess I guess one question that might. Maybe because I think if I remember correctly, the the the, the subtext of the, the question that Sarah may have been wanting to ask was, you know, you guys. Oh no, I got it. Boom. <laughs> nice. How Teamwork. did how did you build up your following? Oh okay. 
let's see. Well, one of the one of the biggest things that really helped is when we moved down here, we met a lot of people like the Husky and, and Dodger and stuff. And so we just did a lot of collaborations where you just sort of guest star in other people's stuff and they come in your stuff and you just promote each other. Because um, that opens you to new audiences, which is good. Um, you okay there, Dave? Did something happen on the phone? <laughs> no, he's laughing because that's what we're doing with having you on our podcast. Well, so. no, no, actually, I was laughing. Oh. I was actually laughing because uh, you said come in other people's stuff. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's that too. I'm sorry. sorry. I was giving him too much credit. My bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then for which you guys already got this, but I mean, like, consistency of content is important. Uh, it's, it's been a little, it's harder for us because we do like it takes more to produce this um it's easier for like a lot of channels that just like do let's plays or easier content to just put out more stuff but we, we did start uh doing weekly uh, like hitting the same day every week and that really helped and then just time and being uh awesome we're like super cool so you guys are super cool so you guys have got a good uh a good flow working for all yeah of you. well and also like our stuff that we do is like pretty shareable so like a lot of blogs have been really good about when we do music videos, it'll get on like all sorts of blogs and Facebook. People share it and like it and stuff. So does that help at all? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and, and how, so how, um, what channels do you subscribe to? What, what are you watching on YouTube? Okay. Um, well, I watch like my friends, like Husky and, and Dodger. Jesse Cox is really good. Um, Freddie W. I love. If you guys don't watch Freddie Wong, yeah, he does seen, like amazing. He does amazing stuff, and like VGHS, which he like, it's a series set at like a, a school in a world where like video games are like the big sports, and everyone follows them. Um, but I, I really love his stuff. is super high quality, and I feel like he's really like pushing what you can do or what people can think you can do on YouTube, which is awesome. Quarter Digital. I like just channels that kind of do really high quality production stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, stuff like that. Cool. Nice. And um, are you guys? I know you guys are going full time here. Does that mean we could uh, see a, a warp zone movie in the uh, in the near future? <laughs> um, I, not. I don't know about in the near future, but we definitely because we grew up and we TV and, and movies are like what are what got us interested in all this stuff in the first place. And so we would love to do something. We don't have anything written. Right. We we have talking about wanting to repurpose Schroeder's and Ryan's capstone their senior film it was called imposing disbelief um and it was 30 minutes and it's about this guy who i played odom and i were the main characters in it uh who was just like sort of fed up of with like religion and so he made it his goal to spread atheism and in the process turned it into like a religion it's like it's on religion <laughs> like this whole kind of thing and so it's this it's just i don't know it's a fun it's a fun concept and I don't know if that exact thing has been done. So we were like, hey, you know, whatever. We'll, maybe down the road we'll expand it into something and make it a bigger release. But that's otherwise, that's we got nothing. Gotcha. We're dry. We're dry on the movie well. <laughs> <laughs> so for anybody who hasn't, you know, all of our listeners who haven't necessarily seen your stuff, which video would you recommend that they start off with? Uh, let me let me go to my homepage. They, YouTube <laughs> keeps changing that, like, I really don't like the new format. Um well, if you just like like easy to consume stuff like the our music videos uh, parodies, we have playlists so you can just look at them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like drinking games or we, like that whole series is just a pretty easy tutorial series. Um, <laughs> God, what sketch wise? I, 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 I would recommend, if, if I may chime in just real quickly, recommend Melvin in the top ten list or the top. Oh, list. our top, top our top fives. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's like top lists of. Melvin is this character that I play that has a lisp, and it's sort of him curating top. It's all sexual things, like it's like top top boobs in games, or like <laughs> I don't know, girls like what what which which female characters would make the best girlfriends or stuff like that. That one so, was actually pretty funny. The one that I like the I best think, is the uh, the friend zone, the best yeah, friend the, zone, yeah, top five friend zones in video games. Yeah, because um, I loved how you broke down the fact that Link and Princess Zelda are really just different incarnations of that family lineage. So he's getting friend zoned in his entire lineage, which I thought was an amazing theory. Which is, and and, and they Nintendo did the groundwork and made a whole timeline, so you can really see how friend zoned <laughs> that mother effer is. It's sad. <laughs> oh, and the first one we did was like top five games for jerking off, which was, you know. Classy. Yeah. This is that, classy. That's the thing we did. Um, Our first person shooting, as we like to call that now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
So I don't know. Just you can just you know if you're bored one day or multiple days, we have a bunch of videos. You can just like you get laid off. We have a hundred. I don't know. We have a lot. Yeah, (laughs) just watch them. Watch all of them. Like, comment, subscribe, every single thing. So maybe this is a part I I missed, and I'm forgive me if I'm asking the obvious here. So. It, was there like a deal that was made that you guys can do this full time, or did you like save up a bunch of money? Like, what, what was that? How did that give you the freedom to be able to now do this full time? We uh, we took the plunge. So you guys are just going. We're just kind of yeah, throwing caution to the wind. Yeah. Wow. So listeners uh, who are uh, looking for something new to watch, please subscribe and watch uh, the Warp Zone. Uh, that is the channel. Uh, which Davis is talking of, uh, there is a massive amount of content. Uh, we, we barely touch the iceberg on what's in there. I mean, there's there's Duck Hunt in real life, which is funny. <laughs> uh, there is watching the Street Fighter characters realize that they are living in a three-dimensional world. That's also hilarious. The Mortal Kombat oh, yeah. love we song. We had a bunch of, yeah, Fatality. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, I just open up the, the library and scrolling down. I'm like, we've done a lot of fucking I feel like we're, we're having him walk down like memory lane, and he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I remember this video shoot, <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, it, it, it's in all jokes aside, it's a it's a great content. It's funny. It is some some of it not safe for work, depending upon what it is that you're watching. Melvin, uh, a fair for amount sure, of it's not safe for work. What? <laughs> Just throw so out there A fair amount might not be safe yeah, for work, but it is. If you're looking for a great time, if you're looking for, especially if you're a gamer, um, for sure, check out the Warp Zone. You'll have a great time watching it. Uh, get some friends around. It's a great video to share. Have you ever actually had conversations about how explicit you guys are willing to go and like how much you should uh, censor yourself? Oh, yeah. I mean, in the beginning, we were just like, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck. And then now, just for like shareability, we bleep the F word. We still like swear other words, but we um, we censor the the swear words just because it helps. And to be fair, I find that funnier. I find the bleeping. I I kind of do too, a little bit. I don't. It it adds some extra punch. Yeah, like Um, your like your Kickstarter bit when you were saying something like, "Yeah, and bring cash only, and no fucking cops," and the fact that you bleeped out the word "fucking," right? It just it emphasized that joke even more so. Which is, I guess, an entirely different podcast, like censoring, not censoring. Yeah, <laughs> one we've been trying to do for almost a year now, yes. actually. Uh, we'll eventually get. Po- to that I one. think podcasts, it's it's a different, it's like a different beast. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, in a way, it's freedom because you can say pretty much whatever you want as long as you let people know in advance. Hey, this is an explicit podcast. But once you do that, no, Pandora's box is open. You can, yeah, you can go as dark and as gritty as you want to go. And we've pretty much flirted with that line almost every episode. Yeah, pretty, pretty much <laughs> as long as we're not like acting out like a sex scene over the mic. That's like the only thing they'll get is taken off of iTunes. That sounds uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, sounds sexy. Audio <laughs> porn. Yeah. It sounds like when you guys are ready to be done, that's how you end it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and, and we have our safe word in case any one of us gets really uncomfortable. We just say Akbar. And that just means, Ooh. okay, we need to <laughs> cut that, move along. <laughs> yeah. We've also, Ooh. Eric and I were talking, we, we want to have a, a word for, or we were talking about us like when, when everything's okay. It's Skywalker. Like we know, we know it's like we know for sure. Hey, it's really it's okay. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, no, keep doing that. Yeah, it's Skywalker. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, I've never I've never heard of a, a what's I guess the opposite of a safe like an okay word. Like <laughs> usually, you just keep you just like what's the yeah safe? the safe word is banana, but the okay word is apple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that with the next woman that I have sex like, on. Like, oh, <laughs> Apple. And they're like, I'm sorry, what? That Wait, keep going. Shouldn't, shouldn't banana be the, the okay word and then the safe word is Apple? I, I, I don't know. Oh, banana. Oh, banana. Apple! Yeah, Apple. and you're like, whoa. Or just duck. Duck is like good, so you just like duck, 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 goose. And, then that's... and I'm like, all right, I guess and, it's not an anal and... night. Okay. I think you pretty much just named the episode. <laughs> uh, so if you, because uh, there's a lot of people out there who might be listening, you know, uh, now that we're, as we've stated, international, uh, who would like to be able to maybe break into or, or try to figure out how to get their way in. Like what's, if you could become a sage of, of wisdom for a quick second, what would you say to somebody who walked up to you and said, Hey, I want to do this. Like, what would you recommend to somebody? I would say, don't do that. I'm already in the swimming pool. I don't want you peeing in it. You're just for competition. No. Uh, I, it, All right. That's good. We'll take that. <laughs> no, I, I would say, well, I tell everyone just like, I don't know, just do, just do it. Like that's what we, we just started off making dumb stuff and, I mean, we've been at it for now years, like seven or eight years of 
making just videos and you learn as you go, keep doing it. Uh, you got to have tough skin because I, some pe- on YouTube especially, people can get uh, really, really mean. Um, yeah, how just, many Hitler you know, comments do you get a day? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't even know, but I, they used to, they used to like bug me, but now we mostly have pretty good, you know, our audience kind of gets our humor or the people that have the same humor as us have now found us. So we're, we don't normally have bad stuff, but in the beginning, definitely you got to just kind of, uh, keep a stiff upper lip keep at it. I don't know. No, it's good. It's good. All right. Well, uh, listeners, it is that time again. Time for corrections and feedback. Corrections and feedback. You did like that. You, you had a great like, and we're at the feedback. You got an announcer voice. I don't have that. I just have a, a stupid voice. <laughs> Who's the listener feedback from, Sarah? Um, it's a person named Evan. Oh yes, Evan. I've seen him. He pops up a lot in the Facebook pages. Yeah, he says emailing you because I know it will bother Brian that I chose to email you over him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's calling you guys out. Damn. Is this Evan the Evan I work with? Yeah, it says I work with Brian and. Oh. I'm a long-time listener. You guys are great. Yada, yada, yada. Anyway, on to the interesting stuff. Eric Stoltz was the second man, or second choice, to play Marty McFly. Our man Fox was the first choice, but had filming conflicts with family ties, so they cast... Stolots. He changed the name every single time. So they cast Stolots <laughs> and shot with him for five weeks before letting him go. Also because the original love interest was recast because she was too tall for Fox, but the right height for Stoltz. Stoltz. <laughs> Good God, his name doesn't even look like a real word anymore <laughs> now that I've typed it so much. Stoltz. 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 <laughs> Wow. Um, moving on, I think I originally heard that in the extra features of the trilogy when it came out. That is true. But here are the two articles I found online to support that, including a comic book about the producer going back in time to change the past and prevent himself from firing (laughs) Slotzel. And the two articles he posted were from um, SlashFilm.com and ScreenRant.com. Um, very good articles. Thank you very much for sending that. Um, keep up the podcasting and heed my next advice carefully. And in all caps, he said, if you ever do an episode about the movie Clue or Murder by Death, you need me. Brian knows you need me. So when it comes to a Halloween episode, Clue would be a great movie for you to talk about and I would be a delightful guest host. Have a great day. <laughs> wow. Much love. So Evan. listeners, not only can you take Michael Davis's advice of, you know, just going out there and doing it, or just email the people that you know and just say, fucking put me on your episode. Yeah. I yeah. know my shit. Evan, Evan is not shy of self-esteem or, or confidence. Hey, so, you know what? Yeah, you Shameless know, self-promotion is how you get places in life, apparently. It is true. And we have extended the offer to Evan. Evan's been busy, so I'm going to throw that back on you. Huh. How you like it now, huh? I'm pretty sure his burn was better than yours just yeah. now. No offense. Fuck you, David. I, that was a, his, oh, his was a solid burn, though. He did have a solid burn. <laughs> it, was, it was a good burn. Like, I think we, he needs we, some we have a, We have a third-party perspective watching, and he is he, he, he agrees. <laughs> it is fun to just, like, watch you guys. You have no idea how naked and touching myself I've been this whole episode. <laughs> oh, I've been imagining that. I've just been like, oh, oh Lord, Lord. <laughs> I'll oh be your Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> wow. And Except that if I did that, you would have heard it, I guess, because of the microphone. <laughs> but that was your internal monologue. I was, th- I was thinking it. Uh, God damn, I miss you. Um, Mike, you are always welcome back on this podcast. Uh, I think that for my next appearance... When I come up, we, I can just shoot there. Oh, I don't want to invite myself into your house. Oh, oh no, no. Do you, it there. It'll be fun. You have open invitation, dude. Absolutely. Heck yeah. Well, thanks, um, guys. You're and welcome. With that, Before we do, we have to ask a favor Jesus. of our listeners. Okay. Yeah, which is, you know, we are a user-supported podcast. Uh, not unlike Mike. Mike's company for a long time was taking the money out of the pocket to make their videos. What? I was going to get the You were going to go there, too? No, 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 no. You've already started. You're not even a regular host anymore. Let him do it. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> Damn. What the fuck? I'm sorry, I'm blunt. We know this. Dave should borrow some of uh, Brian's cell for that burn. <laughs> uh, folks, if you like what you're hearing, um, please, if you can, if you're generous, and if you find it in your hearts, please uh, offer us some money. You can go to our website, neuronomy.com. Um, <laughs> offer it as tribute. <laughs> so, no, shameless. Um, <laughs> you can go to our website, neuronomy.com, and click on the Donate via PayPal button, and your money 
will go toward a couple things. One, improving our recording studio, which is without a ceiling at the moment. We also, have, yeah, we have bare beams as our ceiling right yeah, now. Yeah, and it's 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 okay for the sound, but it's not so good for outside stuff, i.e., noisy neighbors and our air conditioning, which leaks. leaks. So uh, that would be the the primary thing, other than paying off a computer. And you know, we're trying to start our own little video initiative. So tons of good things that can go for hot pockets, as we've mentioned in the past. Um, Wine. Hot pockets. Because you know, we we got hungry hot podcasting. We, we need a little. So if you could, thank you. If you're so kind to do that, that'd be much appreciated. And I think with that, folks, if you like what you're hearing, you can also follow us on our Twitter accounts. I'm at Brian Moriarty. I'm at Sarah Ash 16. I'm at David C. McGuire. I'm at Team Davis. That's my personal one. Or Warp Zone tweets for the Warp Zone. Awesome. Nice. And of course, follow us on our Facebook page as well. Guys, until we meet again, stay nerdy. And tune in next week, same nerd time, same nerd channel, nerdonomy.com. Bye. Bye. Peace. Later. And roll credits. And now, famous movie quotes you should not say during sex. I'm Charles Foster Kane! Rose, <laughs> Rosebud. That was my best Orson Welles impression. <laughs> <laughs>